Just keep in mind, this is just a big show, man. It's a play. This is just a play. We're putting on a big old play. Like in the old movies back in the 40s. Let's put on a show, everybody! Yeah, let's put on the play! That's, you know, Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland. Let's do it! Boils and ghouls, lock your doors and strap yourselves in. From Los Angeles, California, Bloody Disgusting presents the Boo Crew Podcast. Horror news, commentary, reviews, interviews, and more. With your hosts, Lauren and Trevor Shand and... Leone D'Antonio. I'm Leo. I'm Lauren. I'm Trevor. And we are the Boo Crew. Welcome to episode 169. This time around, we are joined by great friend of the show, filmmaker, storyteller, and creator of immersive experiences, John Schnitzer. He is the person behind the exceptional documentary film Haunters, The Art of the Scare. Available on Amazon Prime, Shudder, Blu-ray, DVD, and digital right now. Hang with them to hear about the state of the haunt industry at time of release during the pandemic. We discuss drive-through experiences, safety, creativity, Creativity and more. Plus, a look at the interesting things people are doing across the country this very different Halloween season. Episode 169 starts now. Hey, this is John Schnitzer, and you're being haunted by the Boo Crew. Haunted houses are designed to make us laugh, <laughs> to make us scream, and they make us feel like kids again. Haunted attraction is one of the most sophisticated art forms that you will ever experience. What makes a great haunter is they're obsessed about it. My wife sees Halloween essentially as a mistress that I cheat on her with. It becomes addicting once you make that first scare, and then it just, you can't stop. Go ahead, scream. That's all we need. Another victim crawls onto the gurney for a Boo Crew autopsy. Joining the Boo Crew in the Speakeasy Studios, a great friend of ours and of the show. He's an absolutely fearless filmmaker and storyteller. He unleashed arguably the greatest documentary on haunted attractions ever made. 2017's iconic Haunters, The Art of the Scare. Critically acclaimed official selection at Fantastic Fest, Beyond Fest, Sidewalk Fest, and more. It sparked countless conversations and debates and is a riveting watch at time of release available on Amazon Prime, Shutter, Blu-ray, DVD, and digital right now. He is a co-owner of Brain Factory, a company that designs VR, immersive, and 3D experiences and has worked with Tim Burton. He was brought in to do President Obama's first Halloween party at the White House, projects for YouTube Red. He is also a wonderful speaker and moderator and a true expert in all things Halloween and horror, especially when it comes to the field of experiential entertainment. He has quite literally done it all, from extreme haunts to plays, boo attractions, and everything in between. He's hanging out with us to discuss an incredibly unusual Halloween season, the state of the haunt industry through its flagship month, and the ingenuity and creativity that is coming out of it. It's an honor to welcome back Mr. John Schnitzer. Yeah. yeah! All right, thank you. Thank you, I really appreciate it. And as per usual... Your introductions just, you know, it doesn't even feel like the apocalypse when you're giving me someone an introduction. Whenever you give an introduction, it just feels feels like the world's spinning and things are going well. I just thank you so much. We want to kick it off, man. The past few years, we've seen a massive boom in the Han industry. More and more attractions and experiences are popping up. We've also seen like an elevated innovation in the mechanics of those experiences in terms of what's going on locally here in the L.A. area, like people like 17th Door, for instance, putting in a VR component or immersive haunted plays like Delusion and singular experiences like Blackout. So what has this unprecedented pandemic done to the haunt industry in general from what you're seeing? 
Look, it's been really tough. I mean, you saw from the starts that a lot of places just had to cancel their events because they, they didn't know how, I mean, how do you do it in a theme park? How do you keep people safe in a theme park? How do you, you know, it's, um, it's really tricky. However, there's been some really interesting innovations. And one of them I noticed early on was in Japan. And Japan, they usually celebrate their haunts in the, um, in the summer months because it's cooler then. And they came up with this drive inside a, a garage. It's like a haunted garage. One thing that's really cool about Japanese haunts is that they really care about story and backstory. So what you did was you get into a car, you drive into a, a garage, the garage closes in on you, and then you start to hear the story of what happened in this garage. And then all of a sudden, these creatures start coming out to, to haunt your car while you're in, in it. So I mean, okay, it's safe. You're in a car. The windows are rolled up. If you pay extra, they leave bloody handprints all over the outside of your car. <laughs> I, I love that idea. And so immediately I was like, wow, I wonder if we're going to get a lot of drive through things out here because they're obviously showing it can be done that way. But years ago, there used to be a lot of haunted car washes out here um, where they would just use a lot of black lights and like clowns would be running around the car. And it's like, you're, you're getting your car cleaned. You're getting people scaring you. It's that's another say I've been hearing a rumor that something like that might be popping up in Long Beach. So I'm down. I could use the, my car to get clean and I want to get freaked out at the same time. But meanwhile, a lot of other people have been coming up with some really interesting innovations. Uh, Knights of the Jack. So Knights of the Jack, every year you go with your family, you see thousands and thousands of uh, carved pumpkins, of jack-o'-lanterns and all these different designs. Well, I went to the one that they just did this year where you're in your car and you're driving around and you're driving really slowly, get ready to like take so many pictures. <laughs> so you're going through and it's like, you know, there's UFO themed sections. There's a whole SpongeBob SquarePants section. There is um, stuff that's straight up Halloween. And, you know, there's great uh, pumpkins that are carved like uh, Freddie, Jason and Chucky. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. It takes like 30 or 40 minutes uh, to drive through and see it all. And, and I loved it just because it was like, it's super Halloween. It's the magical side of Halloween. And it's really fun. But there's a lot of other innovations going on. Like, have you heard of um, Inside? No. Okay. No. So this is, this is something new from the people who brought us Creep LA and House of Creep. So they're always coming up with something interesting. This, this looks really cool. They put up one picture for it so far where it, it's the lights are on, the windows, you know, the curtains are open, and you can see a couple in their house. And apparently everything's happening inside their house and you're outside peeping in oh. and looking at what's wow. happening. I just love that idea. I'm totally interested. I want to try this. What a great idea. It's a fun way of going, okay, so what... What can we do? What can't we do? What are our limitations? And let's make those limitations feel like it was limitless. I mean, look, you think about, I've been thinking about my favorite scary movies. And I keep looking at some of them from like the 60s and 70s, like um, Wait Until Dark. Did you ever see Wait Until Dark? No, I have not. 
oh my god you're gonna love this all right movie. it's on my list it's on my halloween it's, list it is so scary it is such a scary movie and i saw it when i was in high school my dad showed it to me and he kept watching me and i realized why he was watching me he wanted to see when i was going to get scared and when i was going to jump because it is like it's it's an audrey hepburn movie it's written it's from the play that was written by the same guy that wrote dial m for murder for hitchcock the soundtrack is done by henry mancini and the score is chilling it's like um a piano that's out of a key, an electric guitar, a flute, and someone singing. And it is like the hairs in the back of your neck go up from the second the song starts. The entire movie takes place in one basement apartment. Audrey Hepburn's a blind woman, and there are three bad guys that are pretending to be the police, and they're looking for something in her apartment. She starts to realize they're not the police. And then she has to figure out what is she going to do next? And you know, from the start, from the start, you know, one of these guys is a murderer and you're just like, it is creepy. It is scary. But what is it? It's all in one location. Super creepy. Look at Saw. Saw, the, 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 the first movie that launched it all. It's all in what? Majority of that movie is in one location. Lee Winnell changed the chain to the toilet you know and carry always and then the lights come on and they're trying to figure things out so what i like about this idea for inside is okay they're taking the limitations they're working with them and usually when you do that you end up creating something more terrifying more creepy and more more primal you know kind of like um when Darren Lynn Bowsman was on your show talking about his immersive experience of people they get to do with their own homes like this, this that seance yeah one day they die. send a box oh my god that's so crazy. What a great idea. You're going to get a box in your house. Who knows what's in that box? And it's, while you're doing the seance, there's things happening with that box. I don't know. I'm already freaked out thinking about the idea. I love that. I had just heard a recent interview, actually, that he said he was asked, are you able to send the box to other countries? And he said, there's no way customs will let what is inside that box across the border they have to hire people to bring the boxes across the border to any countries that have a large interest in in taking part in this so i i have no idea what he's got in store but it's got to be insane <laughs> look bowsman's a showman he is a showman this is like what an entertainer i love this guy he's so cool and like he's did you know from directing the the saw movie sequels but also doing the tension experience. I mean, he's he's used to thinking outside, I'm going to say outside the box, talking about the box, what he's doing, but it's whatever. He's come up with, I love that he's come up with a new way to bring horror to our home and makes me think of that other great movie that was just made during the pandemic, Host, on Shudder. What a, look at that. Look what they did with the limitations of filming during COVID and writing a script that quickly, putting together a production that quickly, having special effects that really worked, and creating something that scared the hell out of me. I got so scared watching that movie. I love it. I, love, I, I watched off my laptop. I put it on at midnight, turned off all the lights, put on my headset, plugged in, and it was like I was part of the experience because of the whole Zoom setup. I don't know. That was fantastic. So there's a lot to be excited about. Um, Rotten Apple 907, so one of my favorite home haunts of all time. They actually are the opening haunt 
in my documentary in Haunters, The Art of the Scare, you actually see their haunts over the years uh, when they did the Alice in Wonderland haunt and and the guy in charge says, yeah, I was the queen. And, and I love I love them. They're, they always create, I mean, you look at the space they work with. If you ever go there when it's not haunt season, it's just the front yard and and the garage driveway. That is it. it, is really tiny, but they always turn it into this really incredible experience. Well, now they're setting up a massive display with scare actors. So, cause they can't, they can't go inside. They have no safe way of doing that. So instead they're gonna have this incredible display. I've been watching them build it. It's so gorgeous. It's not even finished being built. And that's gonna be fun just to be able to drive by on California streets in, uh, in, in Burbank and just see the ma- this magical thing that they do to transform the neighborhood. They, they, they just do it, you know, to, bring magic to the neighborhood and I love them. I just think they're just the coolest. So that's a drive by thing, right? It's not like a walk yes. by. Okay. I think you could, I'm sure you could walk by it safely, but I mean, yeah, it's a giant display. And one thing I know about Ron Apple is they have thousands of fans. So mm-hmm. oh, just yeah. go and be prepared to wait for a while in your car. And you know what? Maybe have like dead man's bones playing in your car, you know, get some, get some spooky music. Customize the experience. Yeah. Why not? That's what like Knights of the Jack. It's like, Oh, bring some spooky music, you know, come on. It's really, you know, help it out right now. It's really, it's really, it's, it's, we have to take our own Halloween environment wherever we go at this point. Sugarman gallery. They've got that great Halloween setup right now in Pasadena. You know, have you been seeing people pose for pictures of all the, Halloween stuff they got set up. Yeah, and I mean, of course, the actual house from from the original movie is right behind the art gallery there too, right? Yeah. It's, it's right there. So we we got that also. There's a huge horror museum set up right now at the um, Ricardo Maltabon Theater in Hollywood. Yes, I've heard um, about that. Yeah, I've been seeing some videos from it. It looks really cool. There's like thousands of props. That is inside. I heard that they distance people out so like you're, you're not going in at the same time as other groups and they have a lot of air conditioning, but you know what, anything that's inside, do your own due diligence, double check, you know, make sure you feel safe with doing it. Look with anything these days, you got to check and then double check that things are still happening because things are changing constantly, which is why I like a lot of these drive through outside experiences because you know, they're happening. Have you done the LA Hayride? Yes, I did the LA Haunted Hayride. I'm interested in that one. It's cool. I mean, the thing is, it's it's not the LA Haunted Hayride that you're used to. Of course, it can't be. You're not going to be driving your car through that whole thing. But what they did that was really cool and innovative is that as you're driving in, they have sets on the left side and the right side of your car. Really massive, beautiful sets. Even some of the scenes are like of costume trick-or-treaters and giant monsters. So, I mean, just driving in, it already felt exactly like, okay, it's Halloween time. This is awesome. I mean, I went opening their opening night because I just, I had to go. I want some Halloween magic. And that was fun. What they do that's kind of different is once you get past all of that, then you park your car. It's like a um, outdoor drive-in movie with like horror shorts and roaming monsters that move around your car. So it's a lot of fun to see how they interact with your car. There was a mechanic scare actor 
who made me think he was doing something to the outside of my car, which I thought was very funny once I realized my car was okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Boo Crew will be right back. You don't really know much about Halloween. Witchcraft. Halloween. It's the night the dead might be looking in. Universal Pictures presents the all-new Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. The night no one comes home. Happy Halloween. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parent. Haunts like 17th Door, which is known to be next level close interaction, you know, with like water and blood and even electrocution even. How are they adopting this Halloween season to effectively scare people during these socially distanced times? So 17th Door is open this season. And I, I've been asking them a lot of questions. And I've also been talking to the scare actors who work there about what it's like. And what they're doing is the guests have to wear goggles mask and gloves the actors are also wearing masks and gloves and goggles on top of their already painted faces and masks that they're wearing they have it on their website where they show the air filtration system that they got and how it's very similar to what they have in emergency rooms they were like look we're gonna they're going out of their way to try to make it as safe as they possibly can. They're also talking about how they're constantly cleaning in between groups and they're only allowing private groups to go in together. You don't go in with other people. So the idea is you guys would go as in one group and then that's, that's who's going through at that time. And then the next private group goes through from the pictures. It looks incredible. I know it's going to be adjusted from what they normally do. They can't do the things that they normally do. Personally, I'm just not going inside places, you know, I'll go inside to a supermarket, you know, when I have to go get food, there's certain places I'm like, I think about what I'm looking for, what I want to do. I've been hearing really good things about what's been going on at 17th door and people are having a lot of fun. I just know for me, I'm just nervous about going inside anywhere where I'm going to be screaming or jumping out. And, you know, I did hear that there were some people that some guests that had their mask that were below their nose and 17th door removed them. So that's, they really are looking out for, for safety and, and they look, I want to look for the safest experiences I can possibly do right now. There are people who are, are willing to, to try something that's going to be edgy and different, but also safe. And they should take a look at what they're doing over there. I mean, look, Universal Studios, Halloween Horror Nights and not Scary Farm, they're closed this year, but, Universal in Florida is open. Yeah, so is Disney World in Florida. Yeah, okay. So that just makes that just makes me nervous. That just makes me nervous. I don't understand how you can possibly. I don't. I'm not trying to bag on anyone who's trying to do it. I don't. I just don't understand how you're doing a theme park where people are socially distant. I don't understand how that works personally in my mind. You know, but you know that that's why I'm looking at more like. What else can I do that's atmospheric in drive-through or, you know, 
like inside where something, the actors are inside of a house. I'm on the outside. Like what are the creative solutions that we can do? You guys heard of the, the gentle barn. So they have a Halloween experience. Yeah. I'm going to do that with our kids. I can't wait to do that. I, I was looking at a little bit about what it's, what it's about. And I was like, wait a minute. Are they saying they have one of the set designers from universal studios, Halloween horror nights, like setting up sets there and all the animals are going to be out. You interact with live animals. I think you see like animals walking around. I know you get a pumpkin. It was not super clear when I looked at it a while ago. So I was like trying to figure out like what, what it, exactly it is. is. But I'm like struggling to find things that we can all do as a family. Like we're going to go to the Night of the Jacks. I bought yeah, tickets for that. Our kids have a high tolerance for scares. Could I take them to the LA Hayride or would they be really scared? Is it going to really? You could take them. You could okay. take them. I'm sure you can. Look, they'll have some, they have some short films from Crypt TV. So there's some, there's some stuff on the screen that is, you know, a little bloody here and there, but it's not that crazy. And like, you're going to have like, I'll show you like on my Instagram, I, I kept posting like some images from it and I'm going to keep posting more from the things that I'm doing and things that people share with me there. But some of the scare actors was like this really tall guy with a giant pumpkin head that was all flashing rainbow colors. And it was really fun. I mean, it's like, you know, they'll get a kick out of it. One of the haunts that's not affected at all by this is one of the ones that's from my movie from Haunters. It's Haunted Overload in New Hampshire. So Haunted Overload, they're the one where when you see the massive time lapse of the four story tall skull being built in the woods in Haunters, also, my bonus features, my bonus features, you really get into their story because it's just like it's one of those things where when I had it in the movie, it derailed the movie because everyone's like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, it's just like because all their props are like two stories, three stories, four stories tall. They sink telephone poles into the ground and build monsters all around it. And it's so their haunt is outdoors. It's an apple orchard. It's this massive thing. It takes like 40 minutes to walk. And it's so spread out and it's and the sets are so massive that the actors can be where they are and they're still far away from you and it's still going to blow you away because it's like they paint their their massive props with uh, black light paint and they have black light projectors everywhere and it's it's like imagine what it's like to be in a, in a Tim Burton movie or like you know those little tiny little Halloween towns people collect it's like shrink yourself down put yourself in there that's what it's haunted overload you know so if you're in New Hampshire, you know, boom, you've got it. You've got Haunted Overload. That's I I envy you. If people are into doing a road trip, you're into a road trip, go to Haunted Overload, man. They know what they're doing. And I'm sure, I mean, you, you should just go through as many times as you can because it's not like you're gonna ever going to get over uh, what it is to be like, have be surrounded by such a massive scale of, of, uh, of environment and but i keep hearing there's more another uh, drive-through um haunt reached out to me from portland just yesterday i haven't even had a chance to check it out yet um what they're doing so everywhere somebody's trying to do something new something innovative if you know about a haunt or you know another kind of experience that's going on right now send it to me at, on instagram at, at haunters the movie or just uh send it to me on facebook at haunters the movie I want to know. I want to know. I want to just help share it so other people can find it too. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of cool stuff. And I'm, there's so many things to be excited about that are 
just innovative and different. And I'm really proud of the creators for coming up with different ways to keep this stuff happening in a, the safest way possible, because that's the main thing. The whole point of this uh, Halloween and horror is the illusion of danger without actual danger. We want to have the illusion and the thrills and all the scares, but know that we're going to be safe. Unlike some haunts that were in my movie that were like, holy shit. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of that, the important question yeah. is, what is Russ McCamey doing to ensure he complies by COVID-19 guidelines? Oh, are you kidding? Stop it. <laughs> Stop you it actually, right now. You actually, you actually get COVID, right? You get COVID, Yeah, right? exactly. Win, you get COVID. Look. look. I'm not. Stop it! Like any, if someone, if, if, I don't trust a word that he has to say. I'm telling you right now. If someone's saying, "Hey, I heard Russ has got a COVID safe thing," I'm like, "Shut up!" No, he stop it. He didn't have a safe word. He went too far already. Before there was a pandemic, it was like the end of the world going through his experience. I mean, you're all lucky that I filmed it and took you behind the scenes so you could see just how horrific it was, and you didn't have to go through it, and you didn't have to smell it. Oh. And in the things that were there didn't get on you. And, oh, my God, those, sometimes, I swear. Like I, <laughs> someone sent me a clip. They're like, I love this part of your movie. And they sent me the clip, and it's like, okay, I can still smell that. Like, I know what that, oh, I know what that clip right? smelled like. You it go was back. For, oh, my, forget it. For, look, the one, thing I, the one thing I love about having McKamey Manor in my movie was that it really did make it like a real life horror movie. You know, this really was like a real life saw. It was so crazy to watch. And it also, for people who aren't into haunts at all and look at all haunts as like, whoa, you guys are, people are into horror and haunts. You guys are weird. Once they got some context and saw someone like Russ taking it way too far, then they were looking at scare actors with like Charmaine and, and home haunters like Rotten Apple and home haunters like Nightmare and Loganberry, Donald Jolson, and went, wow, those people are awesome. They're creative. They're interesting. And we got thousands of emails from people saying, I went to my first haunt ever after watching your movie. And we got way more emails saying, I took my name off the wait list for McKinney Manor after <laughs> watching your movie. <laughs> and I, I feel really good about that. I feel very good about it. And, you know, look, it was a trip. Sometimes you start something and you think, okay, I'm going to make this, this, uh, this, I'm going to make a documentary about haunted houses for Halloween. And I love those. And I didn't realize that I'd be going down a rabbit hole that was going to send me down into a subculture that would give me genuine nightmares, not even like making up something new, but like nightmares of what happened. Like, oh, that's right. Remember when that happened? That was horrific. But I look, I learned a lot about people. I learned a lot about scaring people. And I also learned just about the history of horror and haunts that was really insightful to me because you know, sometimes when you love horror so much, you don't think about why you love it so much. You just love it. And when I was doing the history section for Haunters and realized, oh, wow, during the Depression, that's when all the Universal Monster movies came out. People were going to the theaters to scream their heads off because they wanted that catharsis. And now look what's happening. We're in the middle of this global pandemic and we're all watching our horror films, screaming at home. What are the movies that are doing the best right now? Horror films, The Wretched, 
it blew up at the beginning of the pandemic. People went to the drive-ins to go and get scared again, you know, because it's at least with a horror film, it's a beginning, a middle, and an end. We confront our worst fears and we escape it. And there's an end to it. And what's going on right now is, look, it's scary. It makes us all nervous. And it's the people who are doing the best during this time are horror fans. Because we know, we know how to get our catharsis on. We know how to like face our worst fears, scream our head off, laugh at ourselves for screaming, and, you know, have a little bit of a release. You know, it's, um, this is definitely, a, it's a great time for horror. It's a great time for us to, people who want to do horror, just to write, to really work on your projects. And it's also a great time for people to create things that are totally different and unique, like host, like what Bowsman's doing, like what Creep LA is doing. It's, it's really cool. To see, and, and really, all these drive-through experiences are doing, they're all coming up with something new and innovative. And horror always innovates. So this is, um, look, it's a dark time, but dark times is when horror shines brightly. And it really, it, it helps us all escape, confront and escape. We really need that right now. And I love watching what you guys are watching for Halloween. I love everyone naming off all of the movies that they're watching and giving suggestions and all the new anthology horror films that are coming out. It's an exciting time to, to check it all out. And and also, if you do, I mean, Haunters right now is streaming on Amazon Prime for free on Amazon Prime and on Tubi, and it's on Shutter. And if you buy it on um, iTunes extras or the DVD, it comes with 30 minutes of bonus features. And right now, I've been playing those bonus features a lot. I really love those bonus features because McKamey Man is not in the bonus features. We had enough of them in the movie. But in the bonus features, you get to spend more time with delusion and universal and not scary farm. You get to see their scare school, LA Haunted Hayride. And you get a real good chunk of the Haunted Overload story, which is really special and really cool. Plus, you actually get to see when Blackout teamed up with Blumhouse to do the, fur the, the Purge live Fear the Night. That was really fun. I thought that was, did you guys go to that? No, and that was we, out? Didn't, we didn't get an opportunity to. It was really cool. It was like a, it was like a real life wild adventure. Like you, you start off, you're watching someone giving a, a speech about the purge. And then some lady comes over to you and goes, Hey, you're our VIP guest. Would you like to go backstage? And then you go behind the American flag and where the guy's doing the speech. And then you meet these, these kind of the people who are in charge, the higher ups. And then all of a sudden these, the terrorists show up and start shooting everybody and, and then they take you hostage. And you realize the terrorists are, they might actually be the good guys and they might've just saved you from the bad guys. And you're going back and forth from good guys to bad guys. To, it was really fun. It was like a really cool adventure. And I got to film that. And I had a really good director of photography with me at the time who had this awesome red cam. And so it's really gorgeous when you get to see like the behind the scenes of that. And you also get to see when they um, separated people from their friends and they made this girl um, flip a switch to electrocute her boyfriend. That part was hilarious <laughs> to watch. <laughs> and it's really, it's super cool. I don't know I, if, if you want to haunt out those like 30 minutes of bonus features are kind of fun to haunt out to right now, but, uh, and also just let me know 
where the haunted displays at, where your drive-through haunts at, what's going on? Because I want to share with everybody too. Dude, always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so yes. much for doing this with us, man. Hey, thank you guys too, because I've been loving all your shows. Oh, oh man, thank, thank you. you. Thanks, man. They have been so, it's been so helpful to be able to listen to your show and hear David Arquette talk about Wes Craven from filming Scream and all his little, and those stories that I didn't hear before from him and, and Bowsman talking about his new experience and the guys from host really getting into detail about how they, how they made it. That was like, a I, I, and I've been re-listening to the older shows like with Flanagan and Dr. Sleep. Cause that is like the ultimate way I love watching Dr. Sleep director's cut and then listening to that boot crew episode because you had such a good episode, such a good interview with him where he not only described how he came up with the that rotating of the earth shot from when he went skydiving, but all the other details he came up with too. I don't know. He's a real, he's so such a creative genius. And I don't know. I've been really appreciating your show so much. Keep doing it. Dude, we love you it. so much, man. So much. Seriously, Dude, from the so bottom kind. of our hearts. That's so kind. Dude, thank you. I'm not being kind. I'm telling you, I need it. You just keep doing it. You want me, I'll I'll be there no matter what. I love it. That was the Boo Crew Podcast, episode 169. Special thanks to our guest, John Schnitzer. Follow Haunters the Movie and John underscore Schnitzer on Instagram and Haunters underscore Movie and John underscore Schnitzer on Twitter. Also, go back and check out episode 30 for even more with John. Haunters the Art of the Scare is an amazing film. Check it out on Amazon Prime, Shudder, Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. Have your mind blown and get your haunt on at the same time. It's like going through the haunts without actually being there. Production tracks for this episode provided by Powerman 5000. Till next time, it's the Boo Crew saying sweet screams. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boo Crew Podcast. Haunt the Boo Crew at TalesFromTheBooCrew.com Tales from the Boo Crew on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Tales from the Boo. The Boo Crew is Lauren and Trevor Shand and Leone D'Antonio. The Boo Crew is produced by Lauren Shand, chopped and sliced by Trevor Shand. The Boo Crew is a TSP creation, part of the bloody disgusting podcast network. Bye. A bloody disgusting podcast network, home of the Boo Crew. For horror-centric interviews, SCP archives, weekly full cast storytelling, horror queers, genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective, and creepy for disturbing and terrifying creepy pastas. Listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts.